What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply time cold open and I, i'll just say this as you already know the program here that's super bowl champ nbc sports analyst barrett brooks harry mays and Aton shander will be joined by sports map radio coming up in six minutes so normally on this friday we would have a lot to look ahead and i say look ahead as a nice way to com- basically say complain and <laughs> for the first time listen for the first time, and I remember, I think it was you and I, Barrett Brooks, down at South Bowl doing the Eagles postgame show for a station that since has banned hip-hop and fired female hosts and got rid of other people in the middle of a pandemic. So a lot has happened over there at that place. But right. you and I were doing a postgame show where Chip Kelly was the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. And... This is the first time since those shows where it actually felt like a chore to get up and talk like this. This should never feel like a job. What we mm-hmm. all do, the three of us do. And I have to say, it, it, it feels like today we've snuck away from our cubicle because, of course, we don't have cubicles. We're fortunate mm-hmm. enough to not have those. And we're on the beach for like two days. We snuck away. And it's not even like to the Jersey Shore or Maryland Shore. We got away to Maui. And we're in Maui for two days, knowing we have to go back to that dreck of a job on Monday. But damn it, for this weekend, I'm going to enjoy Maui, which means no Eagles football. It's going to be great, man. I mean, I don't have to worry about uh, interceptions, fumbles, who's hurt. I mean, I, I heard about a guy being on the COVID list yesterday, and I wasn't even worried about it. I didn't even you know, know he was on the team. Marcus Epps? <laughs> yeah. Who is he? Omar Epps. Uh, well, you know what? He actually uh, he's, play, he's been playing a lot. You know, yeah, he, yeah. And he, he started playing. last year. Come on, huh? Yeah, I never heard of him. Hey, right. you couldn't pick Marcus Epps out of a lineup. You're right. I couldn't. <laughs> he could be on this show, and I wouldn't know who he is. Harry, even you have to be happy. There's no Eagles football this weekend. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, every weekend in the NFL is great. I ripped the league a lot for obvious reasons, but they have given its drama each and every Sunday since they since they started. And thank God they're playing because all you hear about is COVID 
test and positive this and guys are getting fined all around the league for not wearing a mask properly. You know, all you hear about is is that kind of stuff. But when you sit down and watch the games on a Sunday afternoon, whether you got the red zone on and you got a you know maybe your game on and then the red zone, you're seeing some good stuff. I mean, it, it's been it's been an unbelievable entertainment and a distraction from what has been going on in this country for the last five, six, seven months now. Well, hold on a second. I thought you were anti red zone. No, I have the red zone on every week. Oh, I thought you only watched the full games. Like no, no, no. You're confusing me with another guy from the other place uh, <laughs> who's, who thinks the red zone is a straight violation. I thought, okay. Well, I thought how could it be a violation? Well, yeah, I'm just yeah. telling you what Look, this guy I thinks. I stand corrected. Yeah, I, no, I, I put the red up. zone on my little TV, the 40-inch TV, and then with the 85-inch, I put a oh, game on. 85-inch? Oh. Yeah. Harry with the 85-inch. Yeah. Big timing. And today, um, and today uh, Black Friday or something like that? No, Black Friday is now an entire month. So Wilson. Yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. That's the day after Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yes, but that's I think that's the well you're talking about the the shopping element of life, right right yeah that's the anniversary of the stock market. Now I'm talking about the shopping element. Yes, of it. so this has now become a month wide thing. I okay, heard, it's, I know it's something like that. Yeah, I heard a commercial from Target who was actually boasting about how yeah it used to be you'd go to the stores one day and miss out on all these sales. Now we've extended Black Friday for the whole month. <laughs> yeah, so I heard it from Walmart. A month of it, Barrett. Yeah, yeah, I heard. On, so when you said uh, eighty-five inch TV, now I have to go get an eighty-five inch TV because you say, got one. Can we say Black Friday anymore? Yes. <laughs> is, that is that appropriate? A, is, is that inappropriate language? <laughs> Only Barrett can say it on the show. Okay, because I don't know if I can say this. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I will, Come on. I will get. I will get muted on Twitter. Twitter is just you know, there. Aton is at war with Twitter, from what I understand. Well, we should bring on our legal analyst, Dan Lust, and mm -hmm. I've I've read a couple of cases where just one person has filed court. And a lot of these people have won these single man on or person on Twitter lawsuits. They've won. And hmm. I'm just interested to see. Is there money to win? Like uh, damages? Monday or or so much just like remove my, you know, remove my block, remove oh. my, my cap. Because I'd love to take some of Jack's money. If there's money at stake here and we can sue, let's hire Dan Lust. And by all means, as a show, just sue, sue Jack. Well, you I know think I we need. You need a class action suit, and then you know nobody wins in class action suits. Mm. Well, at, at the end of the day, I mean, every time I get up, you know, turn the show off, and we, you know, finish with our show, I feel like I go to go get a a lawyer. You know, Fritz and them, they, they they're making me want to sue somebody, bro. Fritz and being Cooley, yes. That I mean, I love them now. Yes. I mean, it made it made me it made me seem relevant. You know, it, just like they said, it said that they have a lot of law, lawsuits going on, mm -hmm. but. I'm the, you know, it's my lawsuit that they're thinking about. And I, I feel comfortable with that, man. See, I love it. Very man. comfortable. I love it. The, the, the message is working. The message from Fritz and Bean <laughs> Cooley is working as we are live locally each and every day from the Fritz and Bean Cooley studios this here is in Gal Philadelphia. Media Property. And in now we're joined by Sports Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, if nobody's going to say it, then I'm going to say it. The NFL is fixed. <laughs> Rigged. 
If nobody else is going to say it, then I'll sure as hell say it. No, what do you mean? It's like the election. Yes, it's yeah. like everything. It's like how we handled COVID to the election to social issues to anything the, the Senate to the Electoral College to sports. All how is it that some of the most prominent sports and figures in sports across the world and some of the biggest money making sports like soccer, for example, and cricket? for example, routinely get wrapped up in corruption, yet we are supposed to believe every single play is on the level. That garbage touchdown last night pushed it over, and I lost, and I'm pissed. I told you. I told you that's a stay-away game. That game smelled to high heaven for me. I and I know exactly pissed. what you're talking about because the game was 34-3 to with six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and it ended up 34-17 with a garbage touchdown with four seconds left that only the betters with the total were concerned about. What did garbage. you see? Uh, exactly. Did you see uh, a rod and them looking up at the, the screen like, oh, yeah, this is this is definitely fixed. Yeah. You know, how they score four seconds left. Thank They're you. laughing and pointing up at the uh, scoreboard. It, it makes no sense. Matt LaFleur was in on it. Somebody was in on it. And, you know, we see this stuff happen all the time. Not to, you know, disparage the memories of Maradona or some of these guys. But, my God, that sport is as corrupt as it gets. Cricket is even more corrupt. Tennis is corrupt. Anything going on in Russia is corrupt from basketball to hockey. Yet all of a sudden we see a play like that last night. And I'm supposed to say, guys, oh, you know what? That's just a bad beat. I got I got kicked. I'm done. I'm out. Uh, hey, you know, San Francisco, San Francisco needed a good drive to give them uh, a little momentum go. into next week. Here we they go. want to show they at heart. Yeah. There's always the football explanation to what happened, isn't there? <laughs> that touchdown had no business going down, and both of you know it. As I was texting you last night. <laughs> Unbelievable. He said, don't worry, my friend. I'm good. Good thing mm -hmm. Packers covered by a mile. Yeah. All right. I've got a question about appeals and also NFL weekend begins now. Hi, this is Jay Farner. Oh, whoops. Didn't mean to do that. What was that about? No, Jeff, see, look, see, Bruder now hits us up. My bets, the, the thing is, I can say that because my bets are already in. And my account is tapped, so there's no live betting. I need BYU to hit tonight. Now, now did you get uh, three and a half? No, so what happens on B, on BYU or the Yeah, game BYU. No, on BYU, I believe I got them in at two and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm starting to look. Earlier, earlier. Like, I, I got burned on one game, but for the most part, like, the Raiders are now in the minus on the money line. Because BYU's three and a half now. Yeah. On most books. I parlayed BYU on the money line and Indiana on the money line as a small one. Mm -hmm. But the, uh, no, the, the play, the play, uh, the plays that I have, um, sorry, I'm finding it right here. All this stuff. That game is late though, nine forty-five. Yeah, I know it's good. Yeah, though. yeah. So this is uh, earlier in the week. I think it was Monday. I got Cincy at minus thirteen and a half, SMU at seventeen and a half, and BYU at two and a half. Okay. So those are the three that I played. I took SMU and Cincinnati as well. Nice. Yeah. What about that then? What'd you get SMU at? Seventeen and a half. I don't yeah. like the hook, but. No, I, I just don't see up. Temple scoring enough points. What is the hook? What is that? 
the half, half a point. point. Oh, okay. So if you look at like where scores end, right? So if, if SMU won by 17, that's still not enough because there's that half point. Mm-hmm. Right, you right. Win by 18 full points. And a lot of times like 10 and a half, seven and a half, you know, 14 and a half. That's why I don't like the three and a half with BYU. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know if I'd take it now. I got in early. I thought I saw it move to three. It's three and a half on most. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, DraftKings, three and a half. Uh, Points bet, three and a half. FanDuel, three and a half. MGM, three and a half. Amazing, Caesars yeah. still has it at three. Okay. So if you can get somebody to run into Caesars in Las Vegas, you can still get three. Don't we have a Caesars in AC? No, I guess we don't, right? I don't think so. No, 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 no. Um, Used to be. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then it's out. These were Calabrese's plays. He's been like 75%. He went under the Nebraska-Northwestern game, mm-hmm. took Indiana plus three, under 52.5 in the Gators-Bulldogs game, took yeah. K-State, so that's why I jumped on K-State. Is that 12.5? It's 12 when we got it. I think it's 12.5 mm. now. Arkansas on the money line. They were a plus 105 on the money line. They're plus two. They're plus 200 now? No, plus two points oh, against okay. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, so I got them at 105. And then the under, but the I guess the Washington-Cal game is already postponed. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we had a Thursday night football game, and it pretty much went down as expected outside of my implosion, not explosion. That was more of an implosion. The reality is, is that the Packers did not flinch, and they ran over, as Harry said, it was 34-3. to With six yeah. minutes to go. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it was what we all expected, which was the Packers would roll through that team. And I think, if anything, Aaron Rodgers is really just – he has to be neck and neck. Is there anybody else – outside of Russell Wilson that you would throw in the MVP conversation. And I'm not leading that question by hoping that you would say somebody or not. I'm just curious because I think you can make an argument for guys playing really well, Mm -hmm. but these two guys seem to be on another stratosphere. Even in losses, they're playing exceptionally well. Yeah, I think they separated themselves, uh, especially Aaron Rodgers did, you know, early for for this week. In fact, he uh, joined some select company. Uh, just he and one other quarterback, and that guy's name is Tom Brady, have done what Aaron Rodgers just did last night, and that's get to 24, at least 24 touchdowns and two or fewer interceptions in the first eight games of a season. Tom Brady did that back in 2007, I believe. Wow. He had 30 touchdowns and two or fewer interceptions. Uh, Rodgers has 24 now with two interceptions. That's pretty cool. That is, man. That's pretty unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, you just think of even a losing effort. He's played mm-hmm. outstanding. You know what I mean? In spite of his defense, he's played well up to expectations. Yeah, and Devontae Adams thinks he's the best wide receiver in the league, and you could make know, a case for that, too. I, I was thinking about that as well, and he said, fair to say I'm the best wide receiver in the NFL. And I don't know if there's audio of that, but uh, we can try and track it down if there is. I'd be hard-pressed. Now, here's the thing. We talked about this a week or two ago. We're in this new era because guys are flourishing, but they also are specimens. 
So I don't necessarily know if saying Devontae Adams isn't the best wide receiver in the NFL right now is a knock because he's clearly playing at, at a ridiculous level. But again, I think we've whittled down who the two top quarterbacks are in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. You can make an argument that there are other guys up there as the number one wideout in the NFL, but man, what Devontae Adams does, and here's what, I, here's what I think is so special about him. And again, other guys can do it, but he seems to do it every single week. Whereas like the combination, I actually have a million things going on. So I, I have to write this down. I was thinking about this out loud last night about LaFleur and what he was doing with Devontae, but real quick. Devontae Adams, not you can move a lot of guys around, right? Like you can move DK around. You can move other guys around. But Devontae is constantly being moved around, and he's constantly being thrown the football on three different levels of the field to where it makes it so difficult to kind of guess where he's going to be because you don't know. Like you might waste safety help on a guy who's not going to run more than two yards down the field, but can you run that risk of not knowing if he does He's going to burn somebody. It's mm-hmm. crazy to see him dominate and still be such a volume receiver. Yeah, I mean, he's, he leads the league now with eight touchdowns uh, catches and 112.5 yards per game leads the league. Well, I saw the last six three games. I saw the last three years with Michael Thomas, though. I mean, this year is a, uh, at this point, I think it's a, an anomaly because, you know, the connection that he and Breeze has is kind of the same way. You know, no matter what teams would do, he would get open somehow. And I think they're going through the same process with Green Bay. You now, know, you just you can't stop. Back? What'd you say? Can you get that back or has Breeze, like so much of Adam's success is the connection that you mentioned that he's establishing with Rodgers that Breeze has had with Thomas. Do you think that that Thomas can get that back to that level? Or do you think Breeze's decline, if you will, is hurting that or will hurt that. Cause I don't think we've seen Michael Thomas at all this year. Right. Right. And I, I think that's it. Sometimes, uh, you know, at this point, father time is undefeated and it's starting to wear on him a little bit. You know, the arm just isn't strong enough. You can think all you want. I, that's where the ball has to go. But getting that's how I knew I had to retire. I mean, I, hmm. I can remember setting back and I see the linebacker coming and I said, Oh, I'm going to make this play. I'm going to block that linebacker. And I'm saying my body trying to get it over there. And I'm seeing where it's coming. I'm scoring, and oh, there he goes. Yeah. Well, that's you couldn't what happened. get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My body just couldn't get there. I knew what it was, was what was going on. It was processing in my head. Right. And I'm moving towards it, but my body just couldn't get there. And that's just like, all right, I know he's going to be open right here, but can I really? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Time to go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when to say when. Yeah. Now, you know, you talk about having a stress-free Sunday with no Eagles football to worry about. We're going to get an extra treat, though, guys, because not only do you have that epic pillow fight of Washington football team against the New York Giants at 1 o'clock, but then at 425 on the national game, you get to see the Pittsburgh Steelers lay it to the Dallas Cowboys. How great is that going to be? I can't wait for that. Hey, real quick, before we talk about that weekend, because I I don't want to – there are two things that I wanted to just mention real quick about the game last night. One of them is what Ron Culvert texted me, and he's spot on. I'll let him say it. But the first is just real quick, just real quick. We were talking about Devontae Adams and and how that offense moves and how really quick but smart that offense is. Now you can understand – 
how frustrated Aaron Rodgers must have been on a daily basis with that brainless piece of clay, Mike McCarthy, <laughs> who would just show up and grunt, throw the football, run the football. I mean, can you imagine, like, look at the creativity with LaFleur and with Rodgers getting the ball out so fast and Adams and that's all I thought of last night was just how bad of a coach Mike McCarthy was. He backdoored his way into one Super Bowl. Yeah, right. And and you, you think because it's always been said that Aaron Rodgers is, is great, might be the best going, but he should have more Super Bowls. Well, guess who held him back? Now we know it's pretty it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Absolutely it's obvious. You know, that's, that's painful to think, you know, and they, and, they, and they beat my beloved Steelers when they did it, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was a bad Bad game, you know, defense played bad. But I mean, A Rod is one of those gifted players that you know, you look at him, man, he's just he's got everything that you want in a drop back quarterback. Everything that you want. He sat, was it three years behind? Um, yeah. I mean, three or four years, this for three or four years. Yeah, yeah, it was all. Can you imagine he was playing then too? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Brett Favre wasn't the best player to play behind because he does nothing fundamentally right. You know, so you can't really go out there and say, all right, you know, I'm going to pattern my game after Brett Favre because Brett Favre made – I mean, he, he kind of plays – well, Carson kind of tr- wants to play like him. Carson yeah. wants to play like him. And Put it, it like that. Mullen brought that up yesterday, and I was thinking about that uh, after the show yesterday. He's absolutely right. I mean, you know, Carson thinks he's Brett Favre. Right. And, and that's got to be the thing that gets taken sort of uh, deprogrammed out of his brain. You are not Brett Favre, okay? Yeah. Be more of a quote unquote game manager. I know that's a, a term that is kind of derogatory. It's a word now. Yeah, it's a word. But he needs, I, I totally agree with jo- what John said yesterday. Forget about Brett Favre and be more be more of a Nick Foles type of guy. It works, that's, right? Now, it wins Super Bowls. Yeah. Hey, when you don't screw it up, right? If at the very least you're out there not screwing it up, it's something to build on. Remember yeah. that old phrase? Was it NBC, one to grow on? Right. Was that Sesame Street? I forget. It was something like just you have to start somewhere, right? Start somewhere, build a base, and then start putting blocks on it. But yeah, strip away all that Brett Favre hero ball. Now, speaking of Favre, as you mentioned, clearly not the best teammate to Aaron Rodgers. Spiteful, held that team hostage for two off seasons about what he was going to do. Aaron Rodgers had bags worse than mine under his eyes from not sleeping. And now it's not the same, but you can tell that Aaron Rodgers is clearly not happy that at least wasn't happy that Jordan Love was drafted. And Ron, I'll let you say it on the air because it was a great point you texted me about last. Like, this is the subtle pettiness that I tend to love about Aaron Rodgers. And <laughs> Ron, you, you raised the point about Jordan Love last night. No, I just, I mean, for me, part of watching that game last night and I knew it from the very beginning, no matter how big of a lead, how much of a blowout it's 35 to three Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to let Jordan love on that field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what, <laughs> no matter what it was the level of pettiness. Like you'll have to wait a year, son. I mean, 35 to three. Isn't that when you put in yes! the, the backup with six minutes left, I would think, or, or even their final possession before six minutes on the clock. Well, well, yeah, just to avoid an injury to your star. Yeah. But That's to the only Aaron, reason Aaron Jones was out there ridiculously long yeah. in that game, too. They were up by all that points. Hey, That's man, just, That's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, do you really though. think Carson likes that? What's going on in his camp? Carson doesn't no. like the fact. I mean, I doubt if he even speaks to that kid. I'm, yeah, I'm, but just, here, here's I'm just being difference. realistic with it. 
Aaron Rodgers seems to be motivated in the proper fashion by Jordan Love's existence <laughs> on the Packers roster. Yeah, Carson Wentz is going the other way. Right. You did that's, this for what? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like Aaron Rodgers, think about this. Aaron Rodgers watched the team draft a quarterback in the first round mm -hmm. and is playing some of the best football we've ever seen him play. And he is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> That's that's exactly it, Harry. Yeah. He was motivated by this. And then you see a guy who, I mean, we've seen this before. It's the same conversation. Oh, you have to get rid of Nick Foles because of that shadow creeping behind Carson Wentz. Now it's like, well, there's this shadow creeping behind Carson Wentz. Yeah, a shadow that sometimes takes him off the field during games. Meanwhile, Jordan Love, right? And yeah. Jeff Bruder raises the question if uh, he was even dressed last night. I imagine he was, right? <laughs> you never uh, know. Let, let me check. But that's the thing. Like, think of it in the sense of Matt LaFleur looking behind him. Love, like yelling for love. And then Rogers looks over, like gets wind of it and looks over and gives him the squint, right? Yeah. Like, I wish you would. Exactly. <laughs> no, like, go ahead and make my day. Say the it wish. again. Say it again. <laughs> Say love one more time. I dare you. Say it. Love, you better sit your – you better right. sit down. Sit down. Remember, what, you remember, too, we had that report that came out that Rodgers was basically undermining Mike McCarthy, saying, no, 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 don't run that route. Run this route. And, of course, it worked because McCarthy didn't know what the hell he was talking about. So couldn't you see that, too? Like, Love gets up, grabs his helmet. He's about to go out, straps the chin strap up. Next thing you know, Aaron Rodgers, not Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers says, slow down, young man. <laughs> love, love was not active last night. There you go. Not even active. Nope. Wow. Active. <laughs> they knew they were going to wow. pound that team into the dust, mm -hmm. and they still didn't activate him. That's probably even more to Rod's point about Rodgers going into the office and saying, hey, man, he's not up tonight. We, <laughs> right? He made that decision? <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers made that decision. All right. Coming up, Harry brought up a very realistic scenario that it's not just going to be for us Philadelphians this weekend where people will be stuck. And this is an advertisement for the red zone. If I ever heard one stuck watching that Washington, New York game into the game of the weekend. Well, at least on Fox, which is the Steelers Cowboys game. So we'll have mm -hmm. to talk about that coming up next. You're listening to the middle Philly voice.com slash the middle and on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. 
The, the, middle. the middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says there's no reason to panic. I'm not even panicking. Like, I've skipped panic. I've just given up. How are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie. Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, you know, I should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Getting a couple of uh, Breeders' Cup selections here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the, the quarterback that was activated last night, the backup for Green Bay, guarantee you've never heard of this guy. Who is it? J.K. Scott. He played at Alabama. Now, he didn't play, but he was no. on Alabama. Really? Yeah, never heard of him. Six foot six. He's their backup. J.K. Scott. That's Who crazy. was it? J.K. JK Scott. Scott. Yeah, seriously. like J.K. I thought it was Tim Boyle. J.K. Scott. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's the punter. Hold on a second. Okay, That's yeah, just wrong. You sure he wrong. wasn't the backup? No, it's not. You're, you're right. You're, <clears throat> you're right, Barrett. It's that guy, Tim Boyle. Boyle. It's Boyle from Eastern Kentucky. Is that where he went? Yeah, yeah it's three Boyle. years in the league. Yeah, I never heard of him. Me neither. If you look at him, man, he looks like <laughs> he looks like a little schoolboy. Like he still should be in high school. Yeah, the way they have it listed on the on the the activation sheet, it looks like it's Scott next to QB, but it's not. It's Boyle. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we've got that brutal game now. 14 is it up to 14 and a half yet my goodness also ron has a 14 14 okay yep just wanted to make sure now we will have to play a nice little round of who said it best coming up we can do that next segment with a little more time here as Devonte adams versus somebody in the movies and i'll just leave it at that <laughs> i won't know because i'll just fall off of this one clip but I'll rely on both of you as you were very angry, as was Twitter, when that conversation came up earlier in the week. But are, are you telling me that there is interest in this game? I mean, outside of fantasy and maybe putting a wager down, mm-hmm. why would anybody sit down or, you know, outside of Barrett rocking his old Brooks jersey for, you know, the Steelers <laughs> and sitting there with the sense of pride of man and wearing the ring and sitting there and I can't wait to pound this Cowboys team into the ground. Like, yeah. why would anybody want to watch this game? Why Bro, not? I, I'm going to sit back, drink beer, fry wings, and just watch are. them just get totally <laughs> annihilated. Yeah. I that can't wait. Great. I never I, wear my Super Bowl ring, but I'm wearing it for this game. I'm sitting back right there and, and just you – know, in the regular season. You're going to wear it. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, this is going to be absolutely amazing. Here's something that I hope does not happen. I hope Fox does not 
uh, dust off the film from the 70s when these two franchises were going back at it in two Super Bowls and say, you know, the renewal of the rivalry yeah. and all that garbage. Okay. Thank, oh, no. Thank Please do not do that. How do you even sell this game? I mean, be a network executive. Pittsburgh. You just sell Pittsburgh. Is that it? Yeah, they're undefeated. Uh, they look like they have a Super Bowl contending team. You just sell Pittsburgh. Do you even mention, like, you could probably get away, especially in the pre and mid and post, during the game's a little tough. But I guess you could get away. Is it Aikman and Buck doing this game? I, would I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and wonder then- if they even mentioned Dallas in the beginning. <laughs> and, you know, normally, I'm partly joking, Barrett, but I'm also kind of being serious. Where, you know, how long are you on there for that intro? Three minutes at most, two minutes at most, like that. That's a quick intro. Welcome in, everybody, to right. That's Joe Buck saying no, that quickly thrown over. This is what's going to happen. They're going to build it up like Ben DiNucci went, you know, head to head with Carson Wentz and beat him statistically and probably should have won the game. They just couldn't compete with them offensively. DiNucci's uh, not playing. Oh, he's not playing? I thought he's not playing. I thought no, he was playing. I thought, I didn't know. Benched. Dalton hasn't been cleared yet. No, no they're, they're, they're going to play somebody play. else, some other donkey. Cooper they can't Rush. play. They cannot play him. They cannot play Cooper Rush. Come on now. I mean, I thought they were playing when they were saying that. They're <laughs> literally going to do that. Joking? Yeah. No, we, they're we really going to run with either. We don't joke like that, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other guy? Cooper Rush and who? Uh, Gilbert. Oh, Godfrey. Gilbert. I cannot believe that. That's yeah. They, they may they may bust the clock on them. They may put a a, a half a man on them, fifty on them. They're gonna put a fifty on them. That, a 50 that, spot. It's gonna be a tough watch, even for somebody who hates Dallas, which I think is everybody outside of Dallas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, don't you just? And, and again, unless you have vested interest with the Steelers, and and I do because I'm looking at them trying to go sixteen and zero here. But I also recognize that this it's always is, the money. It's always the money for you, man. Always well, no, think the money. about it. Think about it. Is this more of is this game and you're biased? So I, I recognize that bias and I don't dismiss it. I just want to recognize it for the people out there, for the public out there. Yes. You're biased. And, and I get that. That's fine. We're good that you're biased because you played there. Harry is a little bit down the middle. I don't know his feelings on Allegheny County, but he's a little more down the middle. <laughs> Oh, I love the Steelers. You kidding me? I have massive respect for that organization. Very fine. Very fair. Is this game more exciting than that Chiefs Jets game? That was a half point. Oh, yeah. Yes. Dallas is worse. Can't you make an argument that Dallas is worse than the Jets right now? Their defense is clearly worse than the Jets. I don't know how their offense would be any better, even with those skilled guys they have. There's not enough lipstick or makeup in the world to get me to watch the New York Jets do anything. Okay. Pounded if by... they were the only team on, on television, I would not watch. I well, hate that organization. They stink out loud. They're an they embarrassment are. to football. They do stink. And they, you know, but that's not the reason why this it would be a better game. To, I mean, you didn't really want to watch the Jets get beat up on, but I generally want to watch. And I, I hope they shoot up there and 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 put the cameras on Jerry as many times as they can as they're getting their ass kicked. I want them to just, you know, make sure that they show at least seven times because they, they only saw like once or twice in the Eagles game. But I want them to see them like seven times just utterly frustrated 
for now what's I'm, going on in the field. Now I'm reading here that Mike McCarthy hopes to have a starter named by Saturday. So See, Mike McCarthy yeah. is playing games with the Pittsburgh Steelers as to you. who they should prepare for, Danucci, Gilbert, or Rush. Can you imagine if after all of this, Danucci is the starter? <laughs> I, that, I'm, they, they were just playing, man. Danucci's going to be the starter. You think so? And I, that's how they're going to play it up. That's how Fox well, is going to play it up. I'm seeing this from Fish Sports, Cowboys Insider. First team reps for Steelers game all going to one quarterback. You want to guess who that is? Take a Cooper, guess. Cooper Rush. Nope. Ben DiNucci. Nope. It's our buddy Gilbert Gottfried. Really? Yep. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried is going to be the starting quarterback. And Barrett will tell you that's the number one indicator of who's going to start. Oh, no question. Unless your starter is like sick and can't physically show up. But you know that the 48-hour bug or whatever is going to be out. Like, yeah, every now and again, there's an anomaly. But, right, I mean, that's first-team reps means you're starting. Well, Garrett Gilbert is a kid from SMU. Uh, you know what? I, I do remember. He, he was went pretty to good Texas at SMU. first. He went to Texas yeah. for, I think yeah. he transferred to What's SMU. Uh-huh. Cowboys getting these guys who start one place and then transfer another place and then somehow backdoor their way into the league. It absolutely has to be that way. You have to be as shady as possible to play for that team. You have to be the biggest front runner in the world to play for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, just look at Jalen Smith. Yeah, they signed him, big injury. He wasn't even supposed to come back. He becomes a star. Alden Smith. You know, it's 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 just an organization. They want to bring the worst out of you and bring them to come play on their team. I cannot stand Jerry Jones, bro. How oh, he's much? great for the league, though. Well, uh, do you think he's going to be – How okay, who do you think gets seen the most? Like, what one person – Gets seen the most from Dallas. Is it Jones in the box? Jerry. Godfrey? Is it McCarthy in, in his mask? It's Jones. It's Jones in the box. Yeah. yeah. Now, during the game. <laughs> I just mean throughout the whole broadcast. Oh, throughout the broadcast. It'll probably be Zeke then. If you're going to, you know, because they're going to be looking to him to be that uh, workhorse back. Hopefully he takes the reins and, and, and does it, though. You I know, just he's see that. I'm sorry. I just wanted to see that look from Amari Cooper again at the end of the game last night. Where he's just like, man, stop throwing me the football. Just let's get out of here. Who said it best? We'll do that next. It's a football Friday here on the middle. Phillyboys.com slash middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Yeah, this is this is CBS game. What, the Steelers? Yeah, it's a CBS game. Nance Nance and Romo are doing it. So that's even more reason to watch. 
Because Romo, I, I love I love listening to Romo. I'm about to say I, I can't hate. I mean, I, I you know former Dallas quarterback. You know, I, I can deal with you know with the Dallas quarterbacks. You know, but Romo, I hate that he's so good, man. He is a <laughs> he is a great analyst, bro. Yeah, it's fun doing it too. Right? That's yeah. what I like. Yeah, Romo is really good. Yeah, I hate those I hate those Corona commercials. <laughs> yeah, but fun. you take the check though. I I don't know, man. Come on, man. See, I'm looking at it's piss water. You know that. It's all right. But, but listen, but listen to listen to you know. I mean, the way he diagnoses things, you know, he breaks down the plays for before it's happening, as the play's going on, he's telling where his read should be before it even happens. I mean, those are the type of things I like. I like that next level stuff. And you know, that's what. That's, yeah, he's good, man. No, he's really good. He's he's seventeen million dollars worth of good. Although they having all these layoffs at ESPN, mm-hmm. he just got a contract for seventeen million million. A year at CBS, yeah. Crazy. Well, they definitely know. Yeah, and ESPN wanted to hire him away. Right, they were trying to get him. Yeah, but they're think trying. How, to think him. how many people they'd have had to lay off if they actually signed Romo to that deal. Well, you haven't seen it. They, I mean, did you see the? Uh, did you see the report? They're laying off. Yeah, three hundred people. Yeah, they'd have to lay off more if they signed <laughs> Romo. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Levy, Greasy, and um, uh, Riddick together don't make what they offer right. Romo. No. <laughs> Riddick is good, too, man. I, he I is like good. Yeah. yeah, I like Riddick. Yeah, I don't know who the hell these people even are. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, I'm told by Ron Culver that we have a battle of sound bites here. As far as who said it better. Now, we mentioned mm. Monte Adams came out, said, to be fair, I'm, I'll let you hear what he had to say because I, I believe Devontae is part of this. Correct, Ron? Yes. Yeah, this is uh, – you guys were talking about how Devontae Adams, you know, was asked whether or not he's the best receiver in the game. and Which Devontae, he said he was. And Devontae Adams, to his credit, I, you know, answered, answered truthfully. So I had his voice and I compared it with – Another voice, which I'll get to in a second. So here's Devontae Adams first. Did we miss it? I don't think we heard it. Devontae, this is a tough question to ask after you've said so far that your whole mentality is always to elevate, that you want to be the best wide out to play this game, and you don't want to sound conceited. But do you think you're at the point where you can say you're the best wide receiver in the NFL? Do you think that's fair to say? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair to say. I think that's not uh, that's not being conceited. That's just being confident. I think, um, you know, obviously what I've, what I've done and um, what I'm going to continue to do is going to prove that um, to anybody who, who isn't on board with that. But I, I truly believe that uh, just based off of the, the work that I put in, um, you know, the connection that I have between my quarterback. Okay. So I heard that makes and I, sense, and I immediately compared it with probably you know one of the what everyone's favorite NASCAR driver, basically. Okay. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up with excellence. 
and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> I, it just—it doesn't sound like a real accident to me. I don't See, know. Yeah, he did that for you, Aton. Yeah, he did. He did yeah. troll me. But how can you say that sounds like a real accident? <laughs> every every—it's like Adam Sandler. Every voice—it's just rooted in his own voice. That's all I hear. <laughs> that's all time. That's one of the all times. You should see it, man. That's one of the all times, man. If you're not first, you're, you're last. I piss excellence. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Now, who said it better? Um, Devonte did. I'm rolling with Devonte Adams. Over no, because Devonte had to be teed up by a reporter. Will right. Farrell's character just offered this up, man. Hey, I'm the best. Well, to be fair, if Devonte Adams opened up this press conference saying, "I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best," it, it wouldn't go over well because we're such a hypersensitive Twitter society now that I can't believe he would say such a thing. Well, it's the guy. Like, if it's a movie, Harry, then it's a, oh my God, let's go sell out the theater. The guy in Tampa Bay might do it Sunday night if he catches a couple of touchdown passes. I, I Eighty-four would do that. Yeah, oh, no I, question. It, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's the receiver position. You mean To has done it? Um, who else has done? I've, I've heard people do it before. Uh, Ocho Cinco did it before. Before he was Ocho Cinco, but he wasn't re ever really like he never had claim to that. Oh my goodness! Yes, he did. Oh, you could never you know, say you know, Ocho was the best in the league each man. What are you? Him and him and To were tit for tat. Yeah. Wait a second. I, Remember, he came out with the Chad Hall Johnson. Jacket? Yeah. Okay. He he came out with the Hall of Fame jack. He had one year in which he led the NFL in in receptions, and mm -hmm. while he had high numbers, I think he was a top five guy, maybe a top tier guy. But I don't think. Like, what year would you say? 05 and 06, he was all pro, right? So let's look at those two years. 05 and 06, he was all pro. Now, I'm with you. I think T.O. was just the better receiver. I mean, if I had to choose between T.O. in his prime or Ocho in his prime, how are you not taking T.O.? Yeah, you're right. But, no, but, see, you got to understand this. You know, look at the teams which these guys played on. And, fair. you know, that's and, and I think that's the biggest thing uh, when, you, when you think about it and you try to analyze what these guys did. To me, there, it wasn't even close between Chad Johnson and, and Terrell Owens. It's T.O. by a mile. I, I'm telling you, man, if he had the same type of quarterback, uh, he would be right up to it. Nobody ran routes like Chad Johnson. I mean, he was – I mean, Ocho Cinco was that guy, that dude. He was like, he was like, you know, you would equate him to the Michael Thomas today or, or, or you know, Devontae. He would, he would definitely be compared with those guys because he could just – you know, and who was his? It was who's the guy next to him? Um, who's Manzada? Yeah, well, well that's TJ. Another, like he had yeah. help. He had TJ was an underrated wide receiver. Carson mm -hmm. Palmer was a pro bowler when he was throwing passes to to Ocho. I'm telling I'm you, this. you're so positive on the a divisional rival like this in Cincinnati. I thought you'd be willing to pound him, Barrett. Yeah, he, he had seven years. I mean, six or seven years we had over a thousand, seven, eight years. Right. Seven, eight years over a thousand yards. We're mm -hmm. not just like a thousand, but I'm talking like 1,400, 1,300, 1,400, 1,200. I mean, he was almost unstoppable. Okay, let's look at this. Let's look at this. I'm going to give you guys in the NFL who that year also had big years. And let's just see, because 05, 06, I think, are the two years you would point to and say Ocho was a top five, top tier wide receiver. Or maybe make the argument that he was the best in the NFL. Well, you, I would I would say go from, from 2003, go from, two, well, even 2002, 
2002 up to 2007. That's fine. I mean, I'm using his all pro years, so mm-hmm. you'll probably have a little bit of a dip if you use the other ones. But I mean, let's look at this. To had nine years over a thousand yards. Yeah, to to was ridiculous. But outside of that, just look at the NFL. You had Larry. You had a young Larry Fitzgerald. The yep. same year that that CJ went off, LF caught 103 passes, had more touchdowns. You also had this was prime. Remember, we had prime little man Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. That that dude is is really tough. You had Anquan Bolden that year and right. Torrey Holt that year. So where is Chad Johnson in that group? Is he at the top? Are is we talking 05? Yeah, 05. Because like that, that was the year T.O. went off and got suspended and only played right. seven games. Right. So I'm just using I'm using a random year. But okay. no, let's, let's look at, at to, to be fair to Barrett, let's go back. Let's go 2002, right, you said? From 2002 to, to 2000. 2009. Yeah, you can go 2000. Just one year in, in 2008, he had an off year because he only played in a couple right. of games. But you also had a guy, like, again, these, these guys were young. Heinz Ward, 26 years old in 2002. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss was 25. He was still in Minnesota. Right, bro. Now he, now, he was unreal. <laughs> he was unreal, man. I mean, it was we had a guy, um, we had a guy, uh, Westbrook, Brian Westbrook. He was a number one draft pick out of uh out of Texas. Now, you know, we used to call him Nasty Nate, man, because he could just definitely mix it up. You know, he you know, he was one of those guys gonna get up in your face, get up in your and, and just you know try to debo you if you were a wide receiver. Well, against him, they would back him off 10 yards off of off him, and he would still run past him. Still run past him. He would just turn around and start sprinting backwards. And he would still run past him and go up and get it the highest point for a touchdown, like a seventy-yard touchdown. And this is when Cunningham Randall was Randall right. was just gunning it. Yeah, you're talking like about Moss like, now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Moss. Yeah. He was going like he was, he was throwing it like sixty yards in the air, like every other play. And Moss was just going to get it. That's how good that guy was. That's man. crazy, man. Marvin Harrison, thirty-four years old in two thousand six, had a better year than Chad, man. I can't believe Ooh. you're talking up Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson. <laughs> Tell you, man, it was, it's unbelievable. Well, you know, and also it comes from me talking to DB. Wideout. He was, was good, but I mean, come on, he wasn't TO. No, but, but I, 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 I guarantee you can look up right now. If you look up DBs, I mean, talking about who was one of the best, the best wide receivers they played against during that time period. And I guarantee you, nine times out of 10, they'll say Ocho Cinco was the hardest guy to cover. Because not only is he giving it to you, he's telling you what he's doing yeah. also, <laughs> killing you. <laughs> I, I think like I think there's some middle ground here, which is if you look at that stretch, he is consistently a top five, top six wide receiver. And yeah. that shifts, that, that fluctuates. But I don't know if he was ever number one. Because unfortunately, he's kind of in this gap where you have greatness. Uh, yeah, and and you really some yeah. of these guys. We we didn't even talk about Andre Johnson, who had a <laughs> short little whip in Houston, but dominated then. Unbelievable, but still, I think both of you guys and I I get it because you're anti, but I think both of you guys are going to r- vote for Ricky Bobby over. <laughs> Devontae you know, Adams. First or last? Yeah, I'm, that just happened. Shake and <laughs> bake. <laughs> I'll be watching the undoing this weekend. Sorry. Not- well, speaking of the undoing, did you guys see John McMullen's one column on phillyvoice.com? No. Did he invoke the undoing? He invoked not only the undoing, 
Matilda DeAngelis gets a shout out in wow. the McMullen column. Wait a second. Wait a That's second. Why John's that guy, man. Yeah, but hold on a minute. John might be that guy, but where is the love? We put him on to that <laughs> hey, show. We couldn't. We put others on that show also. I agree. Nicole Kidman if she <laughs> fell on him. I agree, and that's why I'm pointing this out, is we need right. to take this up with him next time we have him on the show. I guess it'll be next Tuesday. Well, do Absolutely. you have the column in front of I'm you? I'm looking at it right here. All right, can you give us what the reference is to not only The Undoing, but Matilda, who I have to say, we were the first sports talk radio show in the country right. on this television show, specifically on Matilda. Mm-hmm. Well, here it's at the end of the column on uh, Howie Roseman and the fact that they really had no choice but to sit out the trade deadline. Okay, that's the column. And in the second to last paragraph, he says, none of that was exactly sexy either. And the one reported splashy deal that never got done was Philly native Will Fuller potentially heading from Houston to Green Bay. Even that's not exactly Matilda DeAngelis in the undoing to anyone other than Aaron Rodgers, however. Hold on now. now that, that was poetic justice, though. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely um, you know, one of the best things I've heard as far as really giving it a great adjective to what he was trying to articulate. Mm-hmm. That was great, man. Come he's, on now. Yeah, he's saying it's not a real sexy deal except for Aaron Rodgers. And exactly. for Aaron Rodgers, it's Matilda. <laughs> Uh, he owes us something for that. I mean, we, well, we should. There's others that own us also, owe us also, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people owe us, but <laughs> we have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think we're owed, at, at the very least, we should be owed a shout out, even if it's in parentheses, thanks to the boys on the middle for allowing me to watch or for putting me on to this show so that I can get, give you this amazing analogy. I wonder how many times. Uh, McMullen watched the locker room scene in his wife's scrap room, where he, he, he you know, where that's where he does his uh, his stand ups for for the radio show, right? He goes in the oh, scrap room, goodness. right? Yes, he's in there in the scrap room, looking at his phone, watching the scene over and over and over again, all alone. <laughs> yeah, okay, solo, yes. right? Exactly, again and again, exactly right, man. I'm just saying, oh, we, we now have something we need to pick up. With McMullen. We might mm-hmm. even have to track him down for overtime today. I don't know if I can wait until Tuesday. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Let's quick break. We'll be back to wrap the hour up. We've got a couple of things to look at in the NFL, college football as well. I'm all over the Wildcats this weekend. Hopefully, Barrett is on his alma mater. We'll see where Harry stands and some NFL action that we need to prepare you for as it is a gigantic weekend across the board, including, don't forget, the Lawrence-less Clemson Tigers taking on the Irish. It is the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The clients often have 
many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, 56. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know why that moves so fast. Did you see that Pornhub banner show up on CNN? Yeah, it's, it was, and it was edited. Yeah, it's it's fake. Yeah, but tw- and and of course Twitter puts it in its algorithm, so seven million people watch the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but but it's fake it. news. Exactly, it's, it's completely fake. Somebody yeah. copied it, but Twitter didn't take it down. No, so people were reacting. I tell you, they work. Twitter works like the pharmaceutical companies where. They're, they allow something to get bad, and then they come out and say, don't worry, we're here to protect you. Like, I'm looking at this thing, video clip that shows a Pornhub banner during CNN's live coverage is <laughs> right. journalist yeah. report. Well, you knew it was edited. You knew it was doctored. If you took it down in the first place, you wouldn't have to put this thing up. But now they look like saviors. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. We're here to make sure that you don't get misinformed. And it's like, well, you were part of the reason why there was misinformation in the first place. Yeah. Because this thing went out for six, seven million people. It's like lighting a fire so you can put it out and say yeah. that you put it out. And then be like, where's my pat on the back for putting mm-hmm. the fire out? Seven million people saw that video and thought it was real. Like you had uh, the the dude who used to work at Deadspin, uh, Tim, who was like, I hate to say an expert in that, but, you know, those guys were really good back when Deadspin before, you know, fell off. Tim who? Uh, Forget his last name. Bubba Prague is the account. And he's just like, dude, this is clearly obviously like fake. What is going on here? Seven million people. Timothy Burke. Burke. That's what it is. Yeah, Burke. You are listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, what's the biggest game? This weekend, Saturday, Sunday, just take everything. Football, football. What's the, is it Notre Dame, Clemson? Really? I think so. To me, it is bigger than anything in the NFL. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's slim pickings. This, you know, I mean, it, there's games, but it's slim pickings. I mean, second only to that is probably the the Ravens Colts. I mean, I I, I think that uh the Ravens Seattle. might catch another L. Ravens Colts, uh, Bills Seahawks yeah, is good. Yeah. How about Bears Titans? Couple of five win teams trying both yeah. trying to avoid three game losing streaks. That doesn't do anything for you. I can't be like the Bears. It'd be like watching paint dry for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I mean Saints, Saints and the Bucks on Sunday night is a big one. Yeah. When the hell is Michael Thomas coming back? I don't know. Well, I feel like we've been hearing about this since, you know, th- this is like the longest wa- awaited return since the Messiah for Jews like me, right? <laughs> well, he, 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 what did he get suspended? Then he comes, he gets injured, then he gets suspended for fighting, then he right. comes back, and then he's sick. Oh, he was sick. No, he, the, the, the three, of those, three of those things happened. He got hurt. Right, right. Then he comes back, he gets to a fight, so they suspend him for a game. In that then order. he goes to the next game, he gets sick. 
and he can't play in the next game. And I guess now he's ready to rock. Okay, so of all those games, I, I think I'd have to agree with you guys, or at least Harry, and it sounds like it with you as well, Barrett, that it Absolutely. really is the Notre Dame-Clemson game. Yeah, that's 1A, and then yeah. uh, Kansas State's 1B. Oh, look at this. <laughs> you know, but yeah, to sneak it in there. You know, Clemson could lose this game and still end up in the ACC championship game with a rematch against Notre Dame right. with Lawrence at quarterback, beat Notre Dame, and go to the playoff. Yeah. Does that automatically knock Notre Dame out if that's that's their only loss? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it would kind of depend. Both in there. I mean, if this were the SEC, then both of those, you know, damn well, both of those teams would be in. Right. It'd be like an Alabama, Georgia situation. Yeah. So you have to say the Pac-12 is out of it. They're not going to be a power five conference game. So they're they're not going to send a representative anyway. They're only playing six games, Barrett. I don't even know if you can do that. And then, you know, Big Ten, Ohio State. So I guess Ohio State, Clemson are two locks at this point. Because I mean they're gonna be they're gonna beat up on Notre Dame easily. They were in the playoff semifinal two years ago, Clemson, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Clemson was a 10-point favorite and won 30 to 3. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, since yeah. 2015, Clemson is 22 and 3 straight up and 16, 8 and 1 against the number against ranked teams. That's Notre Dame is four yeah. and forty straight up and eleven thirty-two and one against the number against teams that finished in the top ten. Second hour, nineteen ninety four. That was weird. Nineteen ninety four. Yes. The last time that happened. No, no. Since nineteen ninety four, I gave you the numbers. Notre Dame is four and forty oh, straight up against God. teams that finished in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, how much of that though? Like this is the problem with it. How much of that is under the circumstance? All I know is Clemson's got the better quarterback. They got the better coach. They, the, I will take the defensive coordinator against pop gun arm Tommy Reese at offensive coordinator any day of the week. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the defensive coordinator for Clemson, Venables. Brett was uh my linebacker. He played. He played at Kansas State with me. Oh, really? He was a linebacker there. He was one of those guys that, uh, I mean, he started because he was so damn smart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was one of those guys, even though he wasn't old, he just couldn't make it to the – he just wasn't athletic enough to make it to the play. Like, his kids are athletic. You can tell they're athletic. Right. But he was just a smart guy that knew where to go and would get there a little later than everybody else. But he, he'll, he'll tell everybody else where they need to go to get there and make the play. But he just wasn't as athletic enough to do it. He's one of those smart, heady linebackers. I knew he was going to be a coach. I there is no bigger fan of Venables than Herb Street. Oh, he yeah. brings his name up every oh, week right. on game day, like multiple times. And then when he's <laughs> doing a game, forget about it. That's my guy, too. That is yeah. my guy. I can call him right now. Hey, man, I need a ticket. He'll he'll, he'll, he'll give me a ticket. I mean, well, he, me and him are on the show. I'll try to do it. Look at I'll this, Aton. Hey, he he could have got Brett Venables on this week facing yeah. Notre Dame, and he's holding out on us, and he tells us this on Friday. Outrage. I'm no better now. I'm no better now. Well, we got 55 minutes. Send a text. Maybe he's got <laughs> nothing going on right now. Yeah. Affirm. Yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to do it right now. He's got nothing he going on. What is he doing? <laughs> it's a Friday before a game. He's probably relaxed. He's probably getting the hell away from society as we speak. I don't blame him. But he's the type of guy, if he has the time, he'll do it. He would definitely do it. 
Okay. Yeah. He's got to be making probably two million, two to three million dollars a year down there being well, a quarterback. Three. Yeah, three? A three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they had they had to they didn't have to give it to him, but they gave it to him just because I just sent the text. They had to do it because um everybody was trying to you know, Hire him as away. a head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. even Kansas State, when they were looking for a coach, they um mm-hmm. they went to him first. Wow. They, you know, but why would he turn down three million to go there and be a head coach for a million and a half? Mm-hmm. It just didn't make sense. Great well, guy. They, they, they hired the guy from North Dakota State, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Carson's old coach. Yeah. Yep. In fact, they got the kid from here um, who's starting a quarterback for him. Um, that's the only reason why they got that kid is because, um, you know, he's uh, what did he went to he went to uh, Penn something, Penn Charter. Yeah, I think he went to Penn Charter or something like that. They're well, starting North Dakota State. No, for uh, Kansas State. Oh. The starting quarterback for Kansas State. Let me look it up. Starting quarterback for Kansas State. Wait, what you're talking about now? Yes, right now. The only reason they got him is because, um. The head coach now from uh, was Carson's coach, and he said if he can make Carson as good as he is, he can make me a good player. And he started as a freshman; he's a natural freshman too. Hmm. I like it. Wow. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> boy, that's nuts, man. That is nuts. I got him at twelve and a half now. It's moved a little bit. Will Howard. Who the hell is betting OK State like that? He's from Downingtown. Downingtown West. Oh, OK. All right. Well, let's get him on. Downingtown All right. West. Let's get him on. <laughs> Six foot four, 230. He can hose it, too. My God. That's, yeah, it's a giant right there. Well, but we, 30 at that. He got beat up on his last game, though. I'm looking at this here. Vatek has moved the point as well. I don't so know. what does that make you think? I mean, 50, you get 15 points for Liberty. Their quarterback, you know, the transfer kid, right? Willis, he's damn good. I it's I don't know. I don't know enough about their defense. I know they beat up on bad teams, but their quarterback is really good. And I, Virginia Tech is a really tough team. I don't know what to make of Virginia Tech. That they're just a tough team to figure out. Fifteen points is just a lot. It's it's always a lot. What Liberty. game are you talking about? Liberty? Yeah, at Vatek. Liberty's good. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. the quarterback is really good. Yeah, which makes me think they can hang in games. But I don't know enough about their defense against at Virginia Tech at home. It's you know they're going to run the ball a lot. I don't know. It's so weird seeing a t- like Marshall is taking on. Marshall's five and zero, and they're hosting UMass, who's played one game. Oh, they'll blow UMass off the field. Yeah, I mean they're forty four and a half point favorites. Yeah, as far as it's just so weird that we're still seeing t- like zero and one. You know, Pac twelve. Yeah, UMass only plays. I think they have three games on their schedule. That's ridiculous. They've played one. I think they have two more games to go. <laughs> wow. They, and though, yeah, they they've got Marshall. No, it's it. They play Georgia Southern. They'll play Marshall this weekend, and then on the 27th, they'll take on Liberty. Okay, three games. That's, that's their schedule. Yeah. They're probably still making more money for the school in those three weeks than any other athletic program in that university. And they were they were scheduled to play yeah. Temple. 
I don't know why they didn't have that game. What happened? Gal Media Properties in partnership with Jacob Media. Well, you think BYU is in it if they go undefeated? The no. Starts now. On the Sports Radio Network. Presented by Rocket. No. They're a little ahead of that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we've got more in the NFL. And yes, as Barrett mentioned in the first hour, Slim Pickens outside of a couple of games, but we'll definitely hit those couple of games. We have a small little bit of college to sprinkle throughout. And I, I love this story that Ron sent us about the Mark and Spencer donuts that are out. Because it might be one of the most unfortunate ad campaigns in the history of ad campaigns. Do you you guys ever heard of what happened to the Chevy Nova when it tried to debut down in Mexico? No. All right. So there are these new donuts. The Yum Yum Donut Hybrids mm-hmm. have been given a Christmassy makeover by Marks and Spencer. Mark and Spencer are calling these Santa's Yum Nut. Y-U-M-N-U-T, one word. They've even trademarked it. Yum Nuts. Santa's Yum Nut. (laughs) Our Yum Yum Donut. That's what it's supposed to be, a hybrid of Yum Yum and Donut to get Yum Nut. Hmm. Well, Nova in Spanish means doesn't go. Nova. Yes, and they debuted <laughs> this Chevy Nova mm-hmm. down in parts of South America and Mexico specifically, and all of a sudden, they realized that people weren't buying it because right. who in their right mind is going to buy a car that says the Chevy doesn't go? Right. This that is crazy. Right. There's that guys that go to nuts. guys that go to Ivy League schools are in you know in charge right. of these corporations, and they come up with this stupid crap. Can you see Barrett Brooks in his big ass truck rolling up to the drive-through? Oh yeah, I'll take a dozen of Santa's Yum Nuts, please. Yeah, let me get some Yum Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drop if I ever heard one. Wow. <laughs> That's got to be one of the most unfortunate ad campaigns. No question. Come on, man. Who would say like who? They probably thought it was funny because you're right, Harry. The evolution of being completely ignorant of this is now like, oh, my God, everybody's going to think it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to love it. We're going to yeah. call it Yum Nuts, and it's going to be such a joke on Twitter. And <laughs> it's Yum Nuts. That's enough to make you say happy holidays. But we're talking about it, so it's, evidently it's, 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 it's working. We're yeah. talking about it. Get that's people to talk about it. That's a dangerous, slippery slope to go down. We're, we're back in three minutes. <laughs> Oh, man. You guys know the New Deck Tavern? Uh, yeah, it's over by Penn. Yes. Mm-hmm. 3408 Sansom. Yeah, what about it? I'm going to try and read. They're doing some stuff. And they have uh, happy hour music. Last night they had it. So it looks like they're doing some stuff. So seeing if um, we could reach out and do something with them. Looks, it looks pretty big. That's a pain in the ass to park over there, man. Yeah, it's all that, above that, in the University City, man. Yeah. Let's call Yum Nuts to do it. I don't want to go anywhere in Philadelphia. <laughs> if they pay. If they pay, we will come. Let me bulldog it. I'm out here bulldogging it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, what yeah. are we doing right now as far as uh, this whole... 
debacle we got going on regarding the what are you talking about the vote oh who knows Wait a second. Now, Ron, see, Ron has to text you guys this, too. I need to put this. Hold on. I'm, let me try and put this up here so people can see this. Instead, Wait until you see this. The Colts. Wait I kind of like the Colts this week. I took them. I told. I've been trying to tell you guys this for the last two days. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give yeah. You yeah, I definitely, I'll give you, I took him last night on the show because of Barrett. I didn't say that, though. I went you, They're getting a point and a half. I had him right. at two and a half. Although it opened at three. It's two and a half at the Golden Nugget. It's one thing about this show. I've been drinking too much coffee, man. The past two, uh, this two weeks, I'm drinking a lot of coffee. Because you're not used to being up early or? No, because um, I don't usually do anything this early. I'm up, but I don't usually do anything this early. This pandemic, man, has me kind of spoiled. <laughs> I needed to. I'm going to start working out next week, too, simply because I got to be up. So now, I mean, I can wake up at 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. go get me a nice little workout in, come in, take a shower, and then jump on the show. Be vibrant, ready to rock and roll. So I'm going to have a new uh, workout now. Wait. How much are you doing? Do you have anything set up at home to where you don't have to go in? I know some you have to go in. Well, yeah. I mean, I only have to go in on Thursdays. I do uh, quick slants on Thursdays, but right. then um, I do pre and post. But for the most part, I do it here. I didn't know if there was anything else that you could do at home. Bro, I got a nice studio at home, man. Well, Both yeah, myself. No, no. Right, here we go. Here we go. listening to the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto park studios here's aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays so of course and and this is it it's always like multiple layers with ron right ron is great because he'll throw something out and it'll be a nice little topic that we can throw around as we did with the santa's yum nuts but of course there's always another level to it Dare I say a second level to it. Now, I'm putting this up here on the screen so you all can see this. Love sausage. Yes. Now, you won't be able to see Harry or a little bit of me or Barrett, but it's worth it here at the moment. This is the other product. Right, Ron? I'm getting – I want to make sure I'm accurate here on who we're ripping. But outside of the Santa's Yum Nuts, M&S also sells the love sausage. Wow. Heart-shaped pork sausage – with a hint of truffle wrapped in smoked bacon. Wow, that sounds good. Sounds divine. For the perfect Valentine's breakfast. Now, what would you rather buy? If you had it like you're public in the supermarket, Mm -hmm. you're at the you're at the butcher or wherever the hell sells this stuff. No, no, mm-hmm. you phrase it this way. What would you want the cashier who can't find Thank the you. price? Thank you. Right. To announce? Thank you. That, right. That's much better. Thank you. <laughs> now, seriously. Yeah. Like, and, and let's, let's all be Barrett Brooks. Let's be six, six, three plus <laughs> former Eagle football player. Right. And, and see like, what would you. Stands out in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and then you have the cashier say, uh, price check on yum nuts. 
Price check on Santa's Yum Nuts. Thank you. I need a check on Santa's Yum Nuts. <laughs> that or the love sausage. I got uh, I see. I see Barrett Brooks. I see Jeremiah Trot. I don't care. Brian Dawkins. Y'all out here ordering love sausages. I might think twice about rocking a jersey next time. <laughs> what about I gotta, go, I gotta go love sausage. That's worse. Yeah. No, that's better. Okay. Okay. You'd rather have the cashier say love sausage. Yes. <laughs> bad, bad thinking. Wheels are working Woo. right in the brain. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't. I, we might just have to go hungry that day, bro. <laughs> it sounds delicious, though. Yeah, it does. I mean, what you said, that's just a a hint of what truffle, of truffle. truffle. Yeah, and that's what the problem is with both of these products is that they both look really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, but shame on these people for forcing us to use these terms. It's like whenever you go to one of these restaurants or diners and they have the I'll take the Rudy Tooty Fruity, whatever the hell thing. And you're sitting there just like, all right, I'll take the pancakes. And then the waiter or waitress, you'll have the Rudy Fruity Tooty stuff. No, no, no. It's just whatever the hell it is. Just give me the pan. Give me the wing dings. All right. I don't care how many names you've attributed to this meal. And a lot of them are like, you know, these restaurants that have to go out of their way. They can't just say mozzarella sticks. It has well, to be something specific, like their own name to it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just like, um, I'm going to tell you the truth. My thing is, I like Shirley Temple. You and you and Joel Embiid. Yeah, so I love Shirley Temple. So it doesn't sound right. I'm a chicken and pizza, and I'm going to get, hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey you know, let me get uh, Shirley Temple. So now I say, all right, I got I got to be manly about it. Uh, just give me one of them dirty Shirley's. That no, way, you add vodka to it. Shirley. Oh, a dirty Shirley has booze in it. Yeah. Yes, it has yeah. vodka in it. So I said, I, I need a dirty Shirley. So now I feel a little bit tougher because mm-hmm. I like to taste the cherries. So you go grenadine, ginger ale. Yeah. No, vodka. grenadine, ginger ale, grenadine, seven up, grenadine, sprite, whatever it is. I tell you, I had a ginger and vodka the other day, and it was by accident. Mm-hmm. Because there that's was the- a drink that's being made that has ginger ale, grape juice, and vodka. And I had a sip of it from somebody else. And the grape just overpowered. Well, that that that's a transfusion. Yes, transfusion. Yeah. Thank you, Harry. I yeah. He's well versed in all these drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Harry, with anything with vodka in it, even like a small little what would you call it? Spritz right. of vodka. Harry will know the name of the drink. Well, so you, I had to, I'm sorry. You play golf at a club. You're drinking transfusions at eight in the morning. A lot of yes. people, and yeah. that's exactly where I had it at, at yeah. the club. So I, I take. Hold the grape. Basically, he said, give me a transfusion, hold the grape. And it was a ginger ale and vodka. And I have to be honest, it was the first time I've ever had those two ingredients mixed together. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Ginger Refreshing. Great. Refreshing. You know, it's good for in the morning when you're out there swinging. You got you need, you need a little lube to get, you know, loosened up when you're out swing there. Swing lube. Golf. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Is that what you had? So you've gone from coffee to swing lube. Well, I can't go swing lube unless I start working out a little more, and then I'll be able to do those type of things. But I'll start next week, I'm in it to win it. You guys got to hold me accountable. I got to at least work out three days a week. I'm, I'm the last, but I need to be in there myself. So take me with you because I'm I'm slipping major. Harry's probably the guy that's in the best shape of all of us at this point. Well, I got an entire gym downstairs, and I mean, he has a sonnet and everything, and I don't use it. I haven't uh, used it in years. Come I gotta on, sweep man. the dust off of it. If hey, look, hey, hey, Tom, my my daughter, she's a you know rapper slash singer. She uses my sauna right now for a, 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 a you know where she you know goes and records you know vocals sometimes. <laughs> was <laughs> this echo? 
<laughs> yeah, so, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's a perfect sound box for her. So she goes in there, man. So right, right. you know it's bad if she got all her equipment in there. You know everything. <laughs> yes. For years, that means that you haven't been in that. Stuff. Right, 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 right. A Sparks, you know, that's her name. A Sparks, you know, Asia Sparks. So she goes down there and she records and everything. I, the only reason I know that because I went down there today. I had to, you know, get my oven fixed. So I had to go break, uh, turn the breaker off and then turn it back on. And I looked over in the corner. I'm like, she's got a whole studio down there. <laughs> You should get uh, some music that we can play on the show. We can have Ron use that as rejoin music, especially since YouTube won't flag us since we'll have permission for using it. Anyway, right. There we go. There we go. We're all, we're all about helping. Appreciate right? it. Appreciate family. it. Family. Absolutely. Now, it's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle sports map radio as well. Mentioned the only other two games that really jump out here. And good news for us is that they are staggered. So we'll have one at the one o'clock and the other at the later window. And, and thank goodness. Actually, no, I take that back. They're both one o'clock games. I apologize. I thought for some reason that Ravens Colts game was a little later. But Seattle, Buffalo, Baltimore, Indianapolis, that really is the, mm -hmm. the marquee, if you will. And I think of all four teams, correct me if I'm wrong, the biggest surprise and I think the biggest conversation would come if Indianapolis beats Baltimore. I yes. get that Buffalo is not favored and all, but are we really going to, first off, I don't think we panic if Seattle loses this game in Buffalo and it's a big win for Buffalo, but I don't think it moves them any closer to Pittsburgh or Kansas city. If they knock off Seattle again, it's a huge victory for them. It validates what they've been doing. Right. Baltimore, we're kind of already expecting that they win the game. I think that's a that's a lot of disrespect for the Buffalo Bills being a three point underdog at home. Uh, I I just still can't see Buffalo as being a team that you know people are going to have to really think of as a, you know they're going to win their division. There's no question about that. But I don't see them going any farther than the first game in the in the playoffs. I don't see them as a as a real legitimate um, playoff team. Not right. right now. So let's build off that. Does that change, or maybe I should phrase it this way: How does that not change if they beat the Seahawks, who are six and one with one of two guys in the MVP race? Mm -hmm. That like makes I them legit now, right? Yes, that makes them legit. Then you know, because they beat a, a a really good team. Mm. You know, I like the Bills I, this weekend. Ah, uh, no, wait for outright. Either okay. Yeah. Wow. They can win that game. Yeah, I think so too. I I, I think Barry, you might be on an island here thinking Seattle's gonna win this game. Well, I mean, I'm just looking at offensively. Okay, they're gonna run the ball. Devin Singletary, small scat back. you know, he's he's okay. But I, I just don't see Josh Allen as being a guy that if they get caught behind, can he, you know, can he uh bring them back? You know, he's not offensively capable of you know, from what I've seen mm -hmm. to be one of those type of quarterbacks. I mean, he has some legitimate don't get weapons. Behind. Right, yeah, you got <laughs> Stephon Diggs, uh, John Brown as fast as all outdoors, yeah, and, and Cole Beasley. You know he's perfect slot guy. You know he's gonna keep the chains moving. I just they don't see score. Yeah, you know. well, if he plays well, Josh this, plays well. I mean, this total's fifty five. Yeah, wow. And Vegas is thinking there's gonna be some points. Yep, I'm going over. Mm. And, and look, you're talking about two of the bottom four secondaries in the NFL. Mm -hmm. In the NFL, I mean, one is 32, one is the worst, and then the other is 29th. That and Josh Allen, if this were any other year, 
that total would probably, even if you had both secondaries being horrendous, that total would probably be about 48, 49, because nobody could trust Josh Allen. I don't mm -hmm. know what the hell Josh Allen was eating this offseason, but he has turned into a completely different quarterback. Well, you remember him in that playoff game last year against the Texans? Yes. Some of the, like, you were like, what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he just had some some plays in that game where you're like, what is wrong with this guy? He He's like a that. different player. I don't know how that happens. Barrett and you, Harry, you've seen a lot of things happen in this league, mm -hmm. but that kid was essentially written off as unable to make a 12-yard throw downfield to now being able to pinpoint a 35-yard throw downfield to Stephon Diggs. Now he's got Diggs. That's the difference, probably. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I think it's more so, you know, as as, as you get better as a player, um, he's one of those guys that he just needed the offense to really be customized to his skill set. You know, he's not going to break the world, you know, open, you know, with deep passes down the field. But what he can do is be an athletic quarterback that can go back there. And if you run the ball consistently like they've been running the ball, you can catch people off guard. He, to me, his offense – it's kind of dictated kind of like what Dallas does. It's off play action. You know, you have to run the ball mm -hmm. first and then he can go out and beat you then because now you have to worry about both. You have to worry about running the ball right. and you have to worry about throwing the ball. So play action is, you know, plays into his favor. I mean, I love the way he, he runs boot protections, you know, or, or we call a waggle play. Waggle mm -hmm. is, um, it's a play action play where they pull the backside guard and he's like, you know, escorting them out and right. he sits behind that guard it's and, a kubiak and, offense yeah and and, yeah. and get the ball down the field that's yeah. exactly what you want from him and he's, he's perfect for that perfect for that you know would that be a good offense for uh one number yeah. 11 absolutely absolutely so. they, don't yeah. they refuse to absolutely. move around in that pocket or out of the pocket it's ridiculous now what why, happens why, why sit him there that's that's the problem why sit him there you know it doesn't make six it doesn't make sense you know they've got so many cooks in that kitchen standing over each other no 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 do this do this i mean i, I can't even imagine how frustrating it, it must be so look at this right now as far as this colts ravens game because you know people will try and downplay the colts victory by saying oh, oh what's wrong with baltimore like mm -hmm. i can see the think pieces coming out monday peter king's think piece about What's wrong with the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah. Even though the Indianapolis Colts would prove that they are legit. They get healthy on defense. Phillip Rivers is not screwing stuff up. Right. Now, all of a sudden, if they go to six and two, four and oh at home, and they handle Lamar and that Ravens team, we do have to start talking about the Colts as a top team in the AFC. Maybe not as good as Pittsburgh and Kansas City. No. But right there below them. Yeah, I agree. I, they won't get that love and respect. I think they're there now. Yeah. I mean, Personally. defensively. Yep. They yeah. got their best player back. They got their best player. They got um, Darius Leonard's back. You mm -hmm. know, he's a playmaker. You can't block this guy. He's making plays, intercept. He does it all from that middle linebacker position. So now that he's back, they can get the full complement of that defense. They're going to be tough. Tough. And then, you know, Phillip Rivers, man, is that, that old guy back there. He, he can make things happen. He ain't going to yeah. push the ball down the field with T.Y. Hilton, but he, he'll no. make it happen. Yeah, T.Y., poor T.Y., man. All that <laughs> happened was Phillip Rivers came to town. He started looking at Zach Pascal and everybody else. Like, T.Y. Hilton was <laughs> falling off the planet. It's not even his fault. All right, good break. We're back. Let's look at a couple of things here. The lesser looked at games. See if Harry has any value that pops out. Told you I love the Raiders this mm. week. As uh, we continue to see some movement 
in that one. And also to pick them. It is a pick them. You're right. And also from Patrick Mahomes cards to fruit by the field. All right. Stick fruit with by the field. Fruit by the field. All right. We'll hit that coming up. It's the middle Philly slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must uh, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. You guys don't like this, uh, the senior citizen bowl? Saints against Buccaneers? No, yeah. I'll watch it. Sunday night. I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect from that game. You're not betting it? Uh, I went, I think I went under. Tell you, in a <laughs> Tell you in a sec. Yeah, what's that total? Mid 50s? Uh, one second, sir. Come on. It's 50 and a half. Yeah, and I think I went under. Hmm. Uh, maybe I didn't. Yeah, 51. I got I went under 51 and a half because I got mm -hmm. it at 51 and a half, so I went under there. So it's 50 and a half now. Yeah, so now I probably go over, but I'm fine at the under 51 and a half. Oh, you know what though? Here's why. Because that game has been bet down five points by sharp money. Mm. So it, I can't think that it's anything other than people trying to bet that thing down to below 51. So to to they, take the over. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that's why when I jumped in at 51 and a half, it was still moving. Mm -hmm. But now yeah, they're going to they're going to middle it. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think you go over 50 and a half now. I have the Patriots minus seven simply because the Jets have lost every single game by more than eight points. Well, that I think that's an under, too, that game. Yeah, are they going to score points? DraftKings opened at 54.5 with that total, and it's down to 50.5. Yeah, Fox had it at 55. At yeah, so that's a middle. Yeah, it's, it's too much. Way too much. Way too much. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So, do you remember when JLo's mom won the lottery? No. I think she might have won it twice for some reason. Really? Yeah. What? But she won it one time, and it was like 
come on, man. J-Lo's mom, like of all people, rich getting richer and all this. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes has a seven and a half million dollar collecting cards. Like he has a collection of cards, I should say. And it's up for sale. What what uh, sports cards like yes. baseball cards? Yes. Robert Diarmit. Oh no, I guess Mahomes doesn't own it. I apologize. This is fake news. Me saying Mahomes owns it. So it's somebody else. Twenty nine year old Robert Diarmit and his wife Heidi hmm. said they predicted Mahomes was going to be a superstar in college. So they started rounding up all kinds of his cards. So that the headline was misleading. It's not imagine Mahomes that doesn't own it. Yeah. Mahomes yeah. <laughs> doesn't own it, but it is a card collection of Patrick oh. Mahomes. Now they bought it for $275 huh. when Mahomes was a rookie with the Chiefs. And now it's reportedly worth four hundred thousand dollars. That's one card. That's one card. Now the, the collection is up for sale for seven and a huh. half million. Yes. One of those cards increased from two seventy-five to four hundred thousand. Now, you tell me, what is the value of a Barrett Brooks rookie card? And where you, can I get one? You might get fifty-seven cents. <laughs> Hold on. Lot did Lyman even have cards? Yeah, I don't even really know. Cards? Not really. Not really. <laughs> like unless you're Anthony Munoz, you don't get a card. Is that what you're telling me? Right, right. right. Jonathan Ogden, people right. like that. Yeah. Like Baldy didn't have a card. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You sure though? Right. Are you sure that Lyman did not like did, did I got a card? I, mean, I got cards. I got players' cards. I just don't have I mean there's it, it, not worth anything. All right. So if I look up Barrett Brooks playing card. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, wait, wait, there's there is one of you. Look yeah, at this. It's a couple of them. I even have there a gold one. Drafted second round 95. Oh, man. Look at this. Now, I wonder what this is worth. 1995 NFL Classic Rookies, number 89 in the set, is our own Barrett Brooks. <laughs> this thing on eBay. Now, I'm curious. If Patrick Mahomes, it's worth two dollars and eighty-three cent. <laughs> is that what it is? Honey? Yes, two dollars and eighty-three cent. I could buy it now for ninety-nine cents, man. Yeah, I'm looking at one when you were with the Eagles that doesn't even have the eagle wing on the helmet. It's just <laughs> no. a green helmet. That was yeah. the last of the Kelly green and gray uh, uniforms. That was See? that last year. That's that's my rookie rookie year. I hadn't they, earned. The... They couldn't even give you a real helmet. That's that's I don't training camp. Yeah. Them. The, everybody on the team had those helmets, Harry. It's, it's wow. not like they were out of helmets. You got to wear this one. <laughs> it looks like they gave Barrett a Bobo helmet. <laughs> Wait, that card should be worth more if that's the last year of the Kelly Green, right? Well, yeah, it's the last year of it. Yep, the last year of that. Then he went to that Midnight Green. Wow. So, yeah, that's, that's it. Those, that was Randall's last year also. Now well, I, I played with Randall Cunningham. I see one now of you in at Kansas State wearing number seventy three. Yeah, is that your that, number? That was I was pimp sized then, man. Wait, was pretty that, good. How much that card worth? The college football card might be worth more, right? Yeah, two dollars and eighty three cents. Look at that, man! <laughs> how do you not own one of your own cards? Well, I do. I do have. I do have those cards. I just have them put up somewhere. Well, let me, let me say, I'm lost somewhere. They're lost somewhere in my office. Ooh, look at this. The 1997 Pacific Dynagon Prism. They had a 
series within their sets called Best Kept Secrets. Best kept secret number 25 in the 97 set is Barrett Brooks. No kidding. There we go. Barrett was part of Coach Ray Rhodes' original Eagles draft in 95, proved himself as a rookie starting every game that year. He played collegiately at Kansas State, where his blocking helped the Wildcats lead the Big Eight in passing yards. Man, that's how old wow. you are, the Big the Eight? The Big Eight? The Big Eight <laughs> Conference. Jeez. That's when Nebraska and Oklahoma were just – you know, in Colorado, we're Colorado. Running yeah. 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 It's funny because you have such a young looking face that I forget <laughs> how, and I hate to say old, but like how long it is that you played because you don't look it like you, you haven't, you know, you don't have two years away from 50 or anything. You have baby face still, man. I'm two years away from 50. The half a man, the half Harris, a century. Harry, yeah, give you some advice when you hit that number. That Eagles <laughs> card is worth $3.41. Which one? The, that's the one I'm with about. the one with no wing on the helmet. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm telling you, man. There, these right here. Like, I just I'm, hope those aren't ever hands on me right now. No, no, on that card. Let's hope. Let's hope <laughs> not. <laughs> That's a lot of money, Harry. Three dollars wow. and fifty cents. Forty-one cents. Oh, 41. Sorry, you I could get it for three fifty though. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, here we I go. don't get a kickback from it. Barrett Brooks, Danbury Mint, 2006 Steelers Super Bowl. That was 40, correct? XL is 40? Yep. Mm -hmm. 22 karat gold NFL card. Now we're talking. That sucker's worth $16.95. Wow. In fact, it's worth more. It's worth nearly four times. Well, just over three times the amount of Aaron Smith's card. Wow. Remember your buddy Aaron Smith? That was my guy, too. Hey, your, your card is worth more than Palomalu's card and Bettis's card. Those wow. guys go for $15.95 on the Buy It Now eBay. Brooks, you can buy now for $60.95. You know what that means? That means that I was the guy that, that, that nobody knew about. So like, oh, he was on the team? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. Harrison is $16.95. The only guy who trumps all of you is Big Ben. $19.95. I feel like we should have this here up on the set. You know, these other shows, they load up with, like, football helmets and all these trinkets. Well, yeah. I mean, remember, uh, Aton, you had all that yeah. Eagles memorabilia on your wall when I we do. did I the show. Do. You know, I could always just lift that sucker up. But then right. Be, you know, then that doesn't look good. You got to get one of Barrett's cards on your wall. Well, that's what you, I'm trying to do. You know, I'm going to I, – I just got me a green screen. It just arrived this morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have the same thing you guys have. I, I feel out of place because you guys oh, have that. Look. Oh, there that's you. Yes, yeah, so oh, nice. The memorabilia and stuff. Yeah, I have a little thing for the union here too. A little, a little union action. See. Wow, that was tight. I don't know why that happened like that. Now I got to bring this thing down. The card companies realized the error of their ways. Stopped mass producing. 1995 Bowman. Look at that. Yeah, Bowman was a uh, play safety, didn't he? He's a coach now. Is he DB really? coach? Yeah. Well, no, is Bowman is also the uh, Bowman is like the name of uh, the card Bowman. manufacturer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And... We had a we had a uh, safety name Bowman. He's a coach now, actually. Who? Not Scotty. <laughs> That's the first Bowman I go to. Scotty Bowman. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is wrong with him, man? A lot. <laughs> what happened to Scotty Bowman? Where's he? Not a yeoman. That's an archer, right? I was a sailor. Is it? Is it a sailor? I don't know why I thought yeah. it was archery. Yeoman? Yeah. I thought it was Navy, right? Like somebody's doing yeoman's work. Who mm -hmm. even say that all the time? Lombo? Lombo. Yeah. Yeah. Great job by Joe Stazak doing yeoman's work. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, like, where is Lombardo? Did he just? He's still covering the Giants. Well, he, we haven't heard from him, man. What the hell is he doing? Putting Instagrams up of his big head. <laughs> Now he's a golfer too. Mm -hmm. He's always out playing. Yeah. I guess you know he, he's he's doing pretty good up there. He's kind of running the show, I guess. I can't believe today is Friday. This week just flew by. Yeah, it did. Yep. Yes, it did. It's nice out too. Sixty-eight. It says. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get a little work done today outside. Time to close everything down in the backyard. I had the pool covered and everything. Pool closed like a month ago, but, you know, I still got furniture and stuff out there. I got to put up lawn furniture and, you know, just random stuff. Right. That's a lot, man. You're going to do it tonight or today when it's when it's yeah. nice out? When it's warm, yeah. Who is oh Alex Cora? Like, why are people retweeting him? Uh, the Red Sox rehired yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, here we go. You're listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yeah, what happened now? I, I'm, I can't get over this whole thing with McMullen. Because we can't talk about the show now without somebody who probably is either new to our show and or to McMullen's column and thinking, oh, well, these guys got the show from McMullen. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's not right. It's fake news. It's it, the chronology of this thing is wrong. It's off. And we need to make sure that people out there are understanding that we put John McMullen onto that show. Now, will you watch it at all with this game going on Sunday night? Or are you just locked into the Bucks and Saints no matter what's going on? Uh, I'm locked in. Bucks Saints. I'll probably DVR Bucks Saints and watch it at 6 a.m. on Monday morning. Well, then and when are you going to watch The Undoing? I'll watch The Undoing on uh, probably Monday afternoon. Like I have been. Oh, right, so, you, so you're going to get your sleep. You're going to go to bed early. You're going right. to get your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get my sleep. Okay, hold on a second. I I think at some point, like, you're going to watch football so we can talk about it on Monday. Shouldn't this be incorporated into the weekend prep now? Yeah, but I watched this show with the wife. I don't watch football with the wife. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
This is this is a show that we enjoy together. Okay. It's like together time. <laughs> I don't, you, you know, it's not show or? prep time, so I'll have it for the Tuesday show. Oh right. my goodness. Well then, yeah, you know, that that pushes everything back. I understand, well, but we're talking football on Mondays anyway, right? I, I don't know. Maybe something major happens in the undoing that you can't wait to get to. Or do you want to save it for Tuesday so we can call McMullen out? Exactly. Tuesday's McMullen day. That has to be the plan. Yeah. I, I'll get up. I'll get up on Monday while I'm drinking my coffee after I get through running. That's right. Mm. I got to run, work out, have my coffee, and I'll watch it then. Mm. You, you run? Yeah, I'm gonna try it. Well, no, I have a bike now. I went out and bought this bike. A bike yeah. that can hold my weight. I'm 350 pounds, so like I can hold my weight. No, a real bike that I go ride around the block. Okay. I've been I've been riding like a bike. Are you yeah. riding around with your big ass chain and your beater? <laughs> <laughs> that that nasty beach cruiser that's making all these oh my goodness, right. Yeah. Right. staring at people, you mean mugging people as you <laughs> in the neighborhood. Here he goes again. Here he... Get inside, Timmy. Yeah. Get inside. <laughs> guys are running in from their front porches, slamming doors. Here comes Here Barrett. Go. But you Here know what? Go. My my biggest fear is that I'm riding that bike and a dog runs out from her. Yeah. And I'm not going to try to outrun the dog. Mm -hmm. So my biggest fear is that I'm going to turn around and I'm going to attack the dog before it gets me. And I don't want to do that. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> that a dog tries to attack me and I have to, I have to attack the dog because I'm a dog lover. You know what I mean? I love yeah. dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what kind of dog would it be? Like, is there a dog that you're specifically thinking about that could get out or is it just any random dog in the neighborhood? Bro, see, I'm the type of person I really don't care how big something is because whatever's going to come get me, I got to apply pressure first. So it really, it can be the littlest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. If you're coming to a, apply pressure on me, I got to get you before you get me. So, I don't care what size dog it is. That's why I say I gotta make sure that I don't run to any dogs. I, I don't. I don't want that to happen. All right, fair enough. All right, Dad, now I know we talk about McMullen's piece on Philly Voice, but did you happen to read Kemsky's brilliance from today? No, all I know is that my piece yesterday was the most read piece on the site, <laughs> despite Twitter. Well, wow! Yeah. And right? on top of that, with all the craziness going on outside of sports. And you know what it was about? It was about Dallas. It was all about Dallas. That's I read it. it. It was just killing Dallas. And yeah. people just, they can't get enough of it. So, no, I, <laughs> that was my long answer of saying no. I noticed that you pump up Kemsky and McMullen before mine. Is, is there anything Newbeck wrote I read, or anybody else you'd like? No, that was earlier in the week. He wrote about uh, Joel Embiid and right. Maury and all that stuff. No, I read your piece this morning. It was great. And you actually mentioned the show in your piece. Yes. I do. Right. Well, I, I told people, I said, there's nothing to bet on with the Eagles this week because I do a weekly Eagles bet. Mm -hmm. in the so just go ahead. And my bet, if you will, play on the pun, was that people would watch the undoing and like it. Right. So, I saw that. Kensky put out today. Well, he put out how the Eagles basically lucked into Fulgham at wide receiver. And the, yeah. the whole sort of chronology of how this went down and what, you know, Fulgham was with this team drafted by the, you know, the, the lions in round six or whatever. And he was cut and he was, you know, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. And you, there's certain guys in the scouting department that we have to thank for having this guy on the roster guys. You never heard of Jim Ward, Ian Cunningham and Brandon Brown. 
Wow. All gave this guy great grades when he was at college at Old Dominion in the Senior Bowl and all this kind of stuff. And were it not for an injury to Robert Davis, who I never heard of, I was a big guy. Wouldn't be on the roster. The big receiver. Um, he came from Washington. He played the latter part of last year. Okay, yeah, he was a receiver and he got hurt. Yep. And that's really the reason that they have Travis Fulgham. Right. But here's the thing: they had that guy unprotected Mm -hmm. on the team for the first four weeks of the season. Correct. And that I think plays into the term you used, which is luck. That's dumb luck. Yeah. That nobody else snatched him up. Well, they figured that since he was released by both what Green Bay and Detroit and, you know, within a couple of weeks of one another, that they could stash him on the practice squad that nobody else, nobody else would go get him. And they're lucky. Well, that didn't work. Well, that didn't work for us because, uh, uh, McCown just got snatched up by the Texans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need him here on our sidelines talking to Carson. Well, they get him there. Right, but he wasn't even here when he was on the practice squad. Right, that's why he needs to be here now. But they can't bring him here now. So they're going to listen to the show and see that my my rationale is is is, is spot on. Mm-hmm. They need somebody on the sidelines to really help him unbreak himself because he's broken right now. He yeah. needs somebody to unbreak him. That's true, and and I don't know if you're going to get it, especially because McCown wasn't even here. I mean, the right. guy was basically right. on call, so. Every once in a while, you look up on something like that, you know. You tell you a story about uh, Hollis Thomas. Yeah. Hollis Thomas wasn't even drafted. Right. Yeah, Tank. He wasn't even drafted. Let me tell you about Hollis Thomas. Now, he's from St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking by, you know, um, Ray Rose's office one day. And Ray said, hey, uh, Brooksy, come here for a minute. So I went in the office, and I'm looking at film. And uh, he said, you know this guy right here? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Hollis. You know, Hollis, uh, he's from the crib. He's from St. Louis. You know, he's like, oh, he just sent me his demo reel from Northern Illinois. But he's got Eric B. and Rockham in the background playing. I ain't no joke. Yeah, he's yeah. let the mics. And he's he, he sends his highlight tape to Ray with that in the background or the VCR tape with that playing in the background. He said, just from the music alone, I got to bring him up here to at least work him out. <laughs> and it's been history ever since then, man. Get history. out of here. Yes, history ever since then. So we're, if he had different music underneath his highlights, he might not have ever been an eagle. <laughs> exactly. That's what you're saying. Right. Yeah. If crazy. you have balls enough to do that, I, I got to bring you in. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad, man. That's definitely not <laughs> a bad way to get noticed. But, I mean, no think problem. about it. That that same year, I think that Fulgham was in the draft, they drafted J-Jaw. Terrible. In the second round. No, wow. it, it's, just, it, it's awful. Yeah. But, but see, I'm going to tell you guys the truth. He should not be. He should be playing better, man. Jay Jog, when I when I watched him in practice, you know, last year, he was looking great. Mm-hmm. I watched him this year in practice. He was looking great. What happened? Why doesn't it transfer from practice to the game field? I mean, that's I don't understand that. I mean, he's all world in practice, but then get on the game in the game, and he doesn't do anything. He he executes an offense on the offensive side of the ball in the game. Amen. What is that? You know, it's it's like golf. You know, you can be great on the driving range, but once you get out on the golf course, it all great, falls yeah. apart. Yep. Great analogy. You're right. You're true. right. You're absolutely right. There's guys that can't practice, don't know how to practice. Get them in game type situations. They can play. All world. Yep. All right. Is there anything at all that we've missed in college? Kansas we- State. Dad, yeah, we didn't talk about it. I thought we talked about that. Was that in the break? Yeah, it wasn't a break, but mm. I me mean, still though. I, they're, they're at this point, man. They're they're 
they're going to get beat up pretty bad. Against Are they going to have enough offense to hang with Oklahoma Cowboys State? Too. See, that's the problem right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they they're so well balanced. That's why I got twelve and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. And you know what? I did a I broadcasted a game for for them a year ago, and they, all the fans got mad because I said Okie State twice. Mm. They get pissed off. You say they do? State. Oh man, they they're furious. I got all kind of Twitter and and IG and hey, stop calling them Okie State. I hate when guys. I'm like my fault, my apologies. Especially you, a Kansas State guy too. Uh. I said, all right, from this point on, Oklahoma State. Oh Oklahoma wow, State. yeah. They were furious. So, mm. so do people get upset with you if you go K State? No, Kansas K State is fine. KSU, right. K State. You can't no. K State like that's that's a staple. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, you know, because Kentucky State tried to say a little something about that. No, no, no. State. Come on, Kansas State. Right, right. Come on. I went to Kansas. Right, so Kansas State wasn't cool. Does Indiana beat Michigan this weekend? Uh no. I'm I'm so torn on this game. I'm so torn on. The I'm game. staying away from it, but I'm yeah. very interested in in watching it. Like, doesn't your gut tell you that this is it for Michigan and and that Indiana has a lot of momentum? Mm-hmm. They didn't let down. They haven't let down yet. Why would they let down against Michigan? They seem to be really focused. The quarterbacks play. I I just I don't know. But then again, it's like, well, okay, it's Michigan, and they've been in this situation before where you're writing them off and laughing at them, mm-hmm. and then they come out and they reel off a couple of wins. Right. Well, I think Indiana, they're I think they're they're more physical than Michigan. They are a lot more physical team than Michigan is. And I think that may be the only thing that they have as far as um, you know, athleticism, you know, compared to two. Of course, Michigan has the better athletes, but right. they're a physical team. Indiana won't be out toughed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. And if they do find a way to win, uh they're they're gonna be calling for Harbaugh's head by Saturday night, and they should. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know how this guy survives. Yeah, because I mean, who who takes that? Who, who do they go? I know we talked about this earlier in the week. What about Luke Fickle to Michigan? Great name. Yep. Didn't he embarrass himself with the Jets that one game? <laughs> what? Oh, that's Luke Falk, right? Yeah. <laughs> now Luke Fickle was uh, the interim coach for Ohio State for a little bit before Day took over. Uh yeah. Yep. yep. But he's doing a great job at Cincinnati. He's going to get another job, a bigger job after this year because they're undefeated. You what know, about that, Michigan? That's probably the best scenario out there because mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to bring in, you know, Bo Schembechler ain't walking through that door. So <laughs> I don't necessarily know who they would bring in with a huge name. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, they could go out and get uh, uh, Clem- my boy at Clemson. You know what I mean? No, the, the oh. defensive coordinator. Oh, the defensive coordinator. Venables. Venables. Well, let's I mean, let's work on getting Venables here. Yeah. <laughs> let's get him on the show. Yeah. Did he respond to your text? No, no he hasn't yet. <laughs> he hasn't yet. All right, we'll wrap the hour coming up next. You are listening to The Middle. You can watch it, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle and across all sports map radio platforms. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must uh, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, 
relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Seahawks, most bet team this weekend. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Well, there there was 86%, I think, on Seattle. That's another reason why I love Buffalo. Yeah. Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, New Jersey, Tennessee, West Virginia. Doesn't have PA. Not that it really matters when you've got those six. Wait, say that again. Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, New Jersey, Tennessee, West Virginia. What are we missing that's legal besides Pennsylvania? What do you mean, bro? How many states, like, how not counting what just passed recently, because those aren't up and running like Maryland. You talking mm-hmm. about for weed? No, betting. Like, oh. Because <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I, I'm they, confused, too. I, I didn't know what to come up. Didn't you no. see they decriminalized heroin and cocaine and methamphetamine in Oregon? In Oregon. In yeah. Oregon, yeah. Yeah. Is that oh. unbelievable? Man. That's, that's incredible. A different, that's a different place. Being up in that area, Oregon, oh. Washington, that's, those are different yeah. type of people up there. I, tell I mean, you, they, they don't bother anybody, but just different, man. We'd be better off at this point just breaking into 50 states. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, life, life is so much different in... Everywhere you go, I mean, yeah, you, know, you yeah. go to Montana, you go to mm-hmm. Philadelphia, you go to Miami, you go to Boise, you go to Oregon. Like it's it's just completely different. And the idea that everybody is going to be lockstep on stuff—that's why you have so much corruption in Russia. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, just just deal with it. But six, and how many states are are public? Eight. Well, with betting, yeah. I think it's more than eight. Illinois? 18. Eight, yeah, that sounds about right. West, yeah, West how Virginia? Much is, how much of this is now? Mississippi? Like some of this is recently passed. Missouri? Kansas? This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so looking at BetMGM, just put this out real quick. Most bet on team in each state for Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, New Jersey, Tennessee, and West Virginia. So right across the border for us in Jersey is the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Unbelievable. Even more, as Harry said in the break, and I'll just reiterate it, even more reason why you should be on buff. And the line hasn't moved. What is no, that? I know. That, that tells you everything you need to know. What does that mean? You can see you guys got to break it down to me. I'm I'm, start, I'm trying to learn this. Well, man. when you have like 80 plus percent of the public on one side, but the line doesn't move, that means guys with big briefcases that don't usually lose are on the other side. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. I'll get it. I'll get it. Those yeah, there's 19 fun. states where it's legal, Aton. Right, but not everything is equal. Okay. Right, because I think plus Washington D.C. 
Virginia, mm. North Carolina, Tennessee, and Washington have passed bills legalizing it this year, but are not yet operational. Now, again, so much of this is just the date of it. This is August 6th. Right. But yes, just looking at Seattle and how much love they're getting from the public. And Barrett, this is why those casinos reach the top of the sky. <laughs> is because the public thinks they know something. And then all of a sudden, just like that total last night, mind you. All right. Damn it. That thing. I couldn't get to sleep. You know how I was sick. Yeah. I believe you. I wanted to go crazy. I wanted to throw stuff. I just, I, I had to catch myself. Yeah. But then you have to, you have to decompress and get some sleep. How do you do it? Well, I was out of anything I needed to decompress. (laughs) Uh, Put it that way. I, I had to eat. Wow. I had to eat. I, I made a microwavable pizza and I ate so I would just be full and pass out. Mm-hmm. Sick to my stomach <laughs> watching the final three minutes of that football game. Well, see, that's why I can't do it, man. That's why I don't even um I don't even, you know, bet at all. Because I mean the, the closest thing I got to betting when I was in college, you know, when I was in college, you know, that's the closest I got to betting. And the only way I was, you know, in in betting was this guy, you know, he lived across the hallway from me in my dorm. Mm-hmm. And his his pops was a major bookie mm-hmm. in Vegas. So he would, you know, everybody would bet all the games and they would come through him and he would, you know, facilitate the bets, you know, and 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 he had a nice little ring going on, you know, in the in the um the room across from me in the hallway in my dorm. Is that right? Well, he was a little scrawny little white dude, man, and, and people weren't paying him. Mm. So he just happened to say, Hey man, if you come collect some of these, you know, debts that I have. I'll give you a, a quarter of whatever you collect. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You were some muscle. Bro, yeah. it, it was, I mean, I had I child had support muscle. to pay, man. I had, I, had a, I had a one-year-old son. I had child support to there pay, you go. man. And while you're at it, can you lay down a few points against <laughs> Missouri this week? <laughs> I'm sure at some point somebody had that. Has that. Have a great weekend. We're back. Overtime next on The Middle. Now, that would be something, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, I mean, I, I – I was literally making like a thousand bucks a week, a thousand bucks a week. Yeah. Being the muscle. Yes. Just collecting, just collecting. I mean, it was, it was unreal, man. You know how people weren't, they just wouldn't pay them. Now that would have been a violation of your scholarship. Had they known that back then. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Absolutely. And then hold on this. And this is the crazy part about it. When his pops comes up, I first meet his pops, his pops comes up, got him tickets to the game and everything. He took me out to eat and all that. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking at the time, this could be a violation of my scholarship. Wow. While Barrett Brooks <laughs> hanging with known, associating with known gamblers. Right. <laughs> Barrett Brooks that? was dismissed from the Kansas State football team today. And that could have happened. Yeah. I mean, that, that could have happened, man. You know, how many times does that happen? I mean, look, the guy from um, Ohio State just got a tattoo and gave the guy a jersey and, you know, couldn't play um, his senior year. Right. That's crazy. That is wild. You're right. That but is here wild. I am about to beat people up, taking money for a bookie. You know, <laughs> it just goes to show you, man. I was mm. blessed, bro. I was did blessed. you ever have so that that's did you ever have like an altercation where you had to put hands on somebody to get the money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Guy tried to drive away. He was in his boy's car, tried to drive away. I'm not giving you nothing. Tried to drive away. Had to yank him out the car. No, you can give me this. You're going to give me this. (laughs) A couple people tried to call the police on me. I'm like, 
I mean, this is before camera phones and all that stuff. That's why I said the NFL could not. No. Back in when when I was playing, it it would not have lasted, man. I mean, you could take pictures and all that stuff. I mean, it was some of the stuff that was going on back then was crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. Way, way different. College and everything else, too. I can't imagine that. That'd right, man. Funny though, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, guys used to smoke cigarettes in the locker room. Yeah. I'm talking about in between games. I remember Mr. Ford when I was playing for the Lions. Mr. Ford come downstairs before the game. <laughs> We're in, the, you know, in the Silver Dome. He comes downstairs. We're about to go out and play a game, and he's smoking a cigarette, walking through the locker room, telling everybody, "Hey, good luck." Oh, the owner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, yeah, good yeah. luck. <sighs> Make sure you guys play hard. <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but what do you say to the owner now? You don't say anything. No, right? no, no. It's amazing. No, yeah, you just, can't say anything. What do you, what right. do you say? Uh, just, just, just make sure uh, you give me that X plan on that Jaguar you uh about to buy me. You know that <laughs> Ford used to own Jaguar back back when That's I was right. playing there, and uh, they gave me a great deal on a Jag. I'm looking at these comments here. It's pretty funny stuff. What hustling is it? Every day, Barrett. What, what is that? Penguin AZ Barrett hustling every day. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Why amazing. can't I see that stuff? You can't see the comments. On oh, the Barrett, the debt collector. I now I just see one coming. <laughs> you can't see the actual comments here on the side. No things here. No. no. Oh, no, let me. Maybe I have to click on. Let me see. All right, now I do. Yeah. Okay. I had private chat up. I no, guess. me no, too. No. Go to comments up there in the top right. If you see comments, then you'll. Oh, see okay. Yeah, I see yeah. it now. Yeah. yeah you said private. Nothing has happened in the private chat. Yeah. Bring back less miles. Oh, to Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you do that? Well, that's what yeah, we were I mean, talking about last week. I mean, he's kind of oh, yeah. tarnishing his reputation that's by I mean, uh, at Kansas. Is that really like? Is that even a lateral move at this point? No, that's an upgrade easily. I mean, he'll get athletes there. There's no, huh? From Harbaugh, you think it's an upgrade? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it'll be an upgrade. Did you know I played with Harbaugh? Yeah, that's right. With the Detroit Lions, that's is right. that right? Like, yeah, he played with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> People, you know, my uh, when I worked at NFL Films, I told her, I said, "Yeah, guys, um, I played with John, man, I mean, cool dude." You know, he's mm -hmm. like, "When'd you play with him?" They looked at my, you know, he didn't play for them. I said, "I said, when'd you play for him?" Oh, he played in um Detroit with me. No, he didn't. So he looked it up, and it doesn't say he played in Detroit. Mm. It doesn't say it. it. Doesn't. He was there for he was there for two months. So I was like, he's like, I remember him no. with the Bears and the Colts. Right. Yeah. But then he played there with he with the Detroit. The last this, he retired soon after that. So uh, long story long, they were thinking I was lying. It's like, oh, he's telling another story. He's lying. I'm like, I'm not lying. I play with the guy. So we go to the, t you know, NFL film. They send me to the combine. I'm at the combine. So, you know, I know like half the coaches there just from playing for half the teams in the league. So John walks. Well, I said, John, what's up, bro? He's, oh, Brooksy, what's going on, man? So we're sitting there talking. And I turned around to those guys. I said, hey, these guys don't remember that you played with me, man. They said I was lying about you playing with me in Detroit with the Lions. And he looked at me and said, that's right. I was with the Lions for two months, wasn't I? I'm like, yeah, I told you guys that. You know what I'm saying? From that point on, they believed every story. He even forgot about it. Right, yeah, exactly. I, you can't blame him. I mean, Detroit, right? It's probably forgettable man. for him at that point. No question. No question. That's hilarious, though, man. That is too funny. Well, now I'm seeing all these comments, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll have this up from now on. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bruder saying, ha. <laughs> 
there it was what is this he goes barrett just sitting there content with his nfl money just listening to the degenerates <laughs> oh i missed that i'm gonna put that right there. oh yeah how long ago was that one it was a while ago it was a 10 after 11 then play action real says i hope they're teaching barrett about yeah. these bets and then bruder says he's better off not knowing <laughs> no, i put that i put those two up there those were great those oh, these guys are great, man. Yeah, man. It's it's hilarious too because it's so funny. Everybody is so on point. Like you could we love that because you could see just going through all these, and that's why we put them up here for people that are watching that are not active on the chat. Is everybody who is, you know, you'll get your stuff up there. And it, it's everybody is really timely too. It's amazing mm -hmm. how fast and timely people are on the chat. They just right. throw stuff out there. How's the table coming along, Barrett? Asked the Penguin AZ. Yeah, you start the I'm, table. I, I yeah, I did. I I I cut the the boards out, you know, so I can start putting them together, and uh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll do the finishing, you know, the finishing cuts so I can put things together. And now, you know, once I glue them together, then I have to lay them down, and then mm -hmm. you know, I'm getting really started now. So this is a beautiful day outside. I'll go in the backyard, work for a little bit, then I work on my table. All right, go ahead, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy the weather get outside anybody watching us what the hell are you doing go outside and enjoy it. 69 degrees where we are across the board all right everybody have a great weekend anything you guys want to get in before we get out um, um hey go bills hey, uh, look tomorrow morning i'm gonna have a date with transfusion all right jeff <laughs> <laughs> so, hit them straight yep seriously <laughs> Might have, All, right, fellas. <laughs> All right, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games. One more time from the Fritz and Being Cooley Studios. This is the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.